I think it's hilarious. Just coming back, recreating the magic. Just coming back, bringing it back, and recreating the magic. That's really easy to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Patting myself on the back as the best producer and recording engineer Woo-hoo, in the podcast yeah. world. We are redoing the first half. We are redoing the first half hey. of the podcast because hey. Sam didn't hit record. Hey. Sam didn't hit record, so we have to recreate the magic for you. Recreate the magic for you. Recreate it and give it back to you, baby. As if it's the first time. Give it back as if it's the first time. Welcome to Couple of Critics Podcast. I'm Michelle. Let me tell you, people. It's funny that uh, hilarious. We were in this room just talking into microphones for no reason. For well, cameras at least. Yeah, there's camera footage. Not on that one anymore. It had to be deleted due to space reasons. Ah, the space. But yeah, I fucked up, everybody. I uh, straight up didn't record the audio section of the podcast. We went to break, and I turned around and got the gut heart. A wrenching feeling that uh, or I visually saw that we were not recording and I immediately put my head in my hands and apologized and called myself an idiot and got a, a little upset. I didn't I didn't lose it. No, I, but there was a bit of just you calling yourself names. I call myself a dumbass and then I'm fucking stupid and things like that. But th- you are smart by saying I think it's funny Cause I because did. I was more I, worried. I the part of fucking that up is now I've just wasted your time as well. <laughs> it's honestly, it's a holiday I don't care about. I've got on my uh, fuck you God, not today bitch shirt. So I think that that's my overall mentality and attitude. <laughs> and I just don't really give a shit. It's not that big of a deal. We only listened to a handful of songs and talked about them. That's true. It's a short album that we're doing. We didn't make it through much. Yeah, we still have We're the fine. whole second half. That'll all be new and fresh. <laughs> and we can just we can just talk about it with a different air because that's what we have. But welcome. Welcome. Once again, we are a review podcast and we are here to review an album that I provided for Sam. She did. She did. I'm going to take a make a prediction right now that this first half is going to be faster than the last first half was, than the original. I would probably say so, oh, and I don't think so it's going to be a very long episode anyway, because it's the not. album consists of eight tracks with two extended versions of songs on the track, or we, on the album, so... Now, we did this once, but I'm going to say it again. Okay. Gonna, I'll bring it up again. You'll have to. Rick James' introductions to each other. When's the... F- for me, Rick James was super freak in a classic sketch. A classic sketch? Of Dave Chappelle. That's like when it first logs on that there's a man named Rick James. Oh, me. you didn't say that earlier, so... Yeah, I'm saying it better than I did the first time. Not really. I think you're just saying what I said before. No, that's what yours was, but my... I had heard Super Freak all my life. Like, I feel like Super Freak, yeah, is a song that has just existed that most people know. If if the only song people know by Rick James, that would be Super Freak. Absolutely. But for me, I feel like I heard some of these songs, but I don't think they really registered during that Chappelle Show episode. Yeah, they didn't register for me as the songs either. I might have even thought at the time that they were just random background songs. Yeah, I had no idea. The, the Rick James skit for me was... Oh, the man's name is Rick James. There's a character named Rick James. 
there's a guy that looks like this and talks like this. And I had seen the uh, Super Freak video, so it all made sense when you see. With the fingers in the glitter? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's and, those and the braids. braids. <laughs> I was going to go right there, too. There's beads on the end of those braids, too, right? Like Stevie Wonder style. I believe style. so. And he, he often, but not always, had a mustache. Never a beard. Never anything Rick? on the chin. Rick James has a mustache? Didn't he sometimes have a mustache? There's some guys that, like, a yeah, mustache. on this album cover, he had a mustache. No way. There's some guys. You're Ooh, right. He's leaning on a light pole. I just don't see the mustache. There's some guys, like Paul F. Tompkins or somebody, that's like, I see the mustache, and it's part of their, like, face for me. Ned Flanders is mustache. Yeah. For some reason, Come Rick on, James. Ryan and Ned. Rick James. And Ryan, that, uh, woo, woo. That, that little love seat that's on his face. I just didn't notice it before. It's, like, smooth. It's like Prince. Didn't Prince have, like, Ugh. little mustaches and stuff? He did everything about him was little. <laughs> I bet his dick wasn't little. I don't even care. I care. I want to know now. <laughs> I was never big on Prince. I was never big on Prince either. I yeah. remember my mom was big on Prince. A lot of ladies. And I, I'm shocked because he was so ultra feminine. Like I get androgyny and androgyny. It's kind of the Rick James thing. But he was he he had a very flamboyant way about how he moved. I don't know. Very much. so. He was just never it for me. Did Prince have a. Big. Well, he would wear tight pants, and if unless he stuffed, I think it looked like he at least had something happening there. The night I saw Prince's penis. Well, it looks like it's story time, and this did not happen on the first <laughs> one, so this might be... See, we can make this a whole new thing. Da, 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 da. Trying to speed through because this is very, very, very well, long. We'll go ahead and get this first song started, which was a single... Uh, is a song that you may know, especially if you watched the uh, Chappelle show. Here's Give It To Me Baby. Give It To Me Baby. So I'm watching him play a guitar. With that fantastic bass. So I'm watching him play a guitar solo when I saw a disturbing sight. Le Petit Prince. I thought I was hallucinating. I had to check with the SU. Is that Prince's dick? I wasn't hallucinating. The evening had taken a disturbing tone turn i hadn't signed up for this the most disturbing part is i couldn't turn away i wanted to believe me okay didn't think about an elephant see you just did you couldn't help it when you tried to notice that he what circumcised to the left and not too bad considering he's only three feet tall he's only i didn't get an accurate thing here tall. i didn't get an accurate <laughs> thing here <laughs> Oh, God. Prince is a yardstick. Uh, people believe they had a seven-inch dong. He probably had just as big a dong as I do, and then had, like... But because he was but short. He's so small. It's like with me. <laughs> I'm a little big, so it looks tiny. <laughs> I'm not talking about your penis again. <laughs> My boss brought that up. <laughs> what? <laughs> How awkward it was? He didn't think it was awkward. He thought it was weird. It is. I think it's funny. Anyway, this song fucking rules, if you don't know. I think it's it's very groovy. Oh, right here, too. Give, Give me that stuff, that funk, that sweet, that funky stuff. It's one of those sections in a song that, like, if I'm not even paying attention to the song, my body will just know it's happening, and I'll be like, Give me that stuff, that sweet, funky stuff. God damn. 
Rick James is the shit. I feel like we just gushed so much on Rick James, so it's hard to just be like. Well, we know about this mostly because Kirk gave us, which is part of the first question. Kirk at least recommended to you or played around you a Rick James greatest hits. Yeah, Kirk and is good for that kind of stuff. He like does deep dives. He's one of those dudes that would go into record stores and just dig through all the CDs and comes out with like stuff you never even heard of. So I have said so many times I think that my musical taste lines up with him a little more than anyone else because he does like funky and groovy stuff. Absolutely. And I'm very much in this world, but uh, Rick Kirk's James. a wide range of what he likes. Yeah, he does. Way more wide than I do. Uh, so I remember, yeah, he like recommended or gave us this. Uh, no, I remember it was uh, one of those computer things. He'd given me all of his music. Remember okay. back in the day when you just That's right. trade your collection of music mm-hmm. digitally? It was one of those. Yeah, just plug your phone in or your eye. <laughs> Your iPod. Back then, it was I'm going to bring over my hard drive, which is this big clunky thing that holds 250 gigs, and it has to plug into the wall to provide power to it. I'm going to take all of your music. It's going to take six hours, so we're just going to hang out for six hours because we had a lot of shit. I just took it all, and then I was like, I'll get rid of what I don't want. And I remember it was this was on there. I gave him a lot of music too. I think I gave him a bunch of metal because he is. He's way him, more like, rap and stuff. from like the '90s and 2000s. He's like, I want that's where that. you guys connect. <laughs> <laughs> we guys connect on a few funky, paths. groovy, soulful things. Typically, the horn work on this shit. I and wish we I usually knew. walk down the same road <laughs> all the time. You never tell me what to say. But yeah, I'm very glad for this, and it never really grew into listening to full albums before. So this is a first. Yeah, which is strange. Like I said. The re-record. Just stop saying I like know, I said. Just I say it. it. Pretend it's brand new. I. You fucked up, Sam. I know. <laughs> it's fucking with you. He came up in the first half <laughs> last time. <laughs> I don't remember what I was going to say. <laughs> uh, that you never usually stay. Oh, that I'm always an album guy. On, yeah, greatest and hits. I, You'd I, usually be like, no, I don't want this. And, I want. And I'm usually a, a deep dive guy in anyway. I want to know like stories of how the albums and stuff were made. Rick James, just that just never happened. It was just I was fine with the greatest hits. And I'm so glad that we are listening to this full album. Because, ladies and gentlemen, there's a fucking a few gems on this goddamn thing. One in, particular, one in particular we have been listening to and, and singing constantly. And there's another one that uh, wasn't on Greatest Hits that I had heard before we listened to this album, but it wasn't on a Greatest Hits. So I think it just like happened to play on like a Pandora or whatever you were listening to. I definitely looked into Rick James a little bit, but no, I never listened to an album. Me but like either. the top rated songs, I would I'd listen to those because I don't remember all that was on that. Did you say it was, this, is, this is his fifth Album? This is his fifth album. It Jeez. was released in April 1981. And he's the producer, which is the fucking And he wrote shit. all the songs. <laughs> he's the man. He was the man. He was the man. But cocaine is a hell of a drug, as he has <laughs> said. God, that is so good. I feel like I should have watched that for right? this. Just because it's so... Even though it, it's one of those things that people are like, yeah, that, I've seen it so many times, like whatever. But it's, it's so, so good. fucking good. If you've never seen it, everyone has access to YouTube. If you've never seen it, look up the Rick James story from The Chappelle Show. It was like an entire episode of just Rick, a story. Oh, yeah. Rick James you story. can condense that into 15 minutes. That's got to be a full episode. 
Uh, the thing about Charlie the, Murphy, yeah, because it was Charlie Murphy's stories because oh, yeah. he had one with Rick James and one with and Prince. With Prince. Uh, when what was I going to say? Oh, when he does that interview in the Chappelle Show episode, and he's like, they're doing the little cutaways, and he's saying things like, "Now why, why would I do that to Charlie Murphy's couch? I'm not yeah, just going to go in and put my feet on someone's, someone's couch. couch. Yeah, I'm going to put my feet up on Eddie's couch. He can afford a new one. The, the way he <laughs> talks, and he's like. What's going on here? For I thought that was just like from years of drug use, but no. On this album, you can hear him singing words, and he says S's like sure, sure. Give it to me, what you say? Give it to me right away. Give it to me. Yeah, it's just his voice. <laughs> it's just his voice. It's just how he talks. Well, let's move on. What if it's on. a little speech impediment that he like capitalized on? Hey, girl. I don't know. <laughs> maybe he. Maybe he influenced the '90s grudge. Grudge? Grudge. Not the, the, the 90s vocal I think that movie grudge. came out in the early 2000s. The grunge voice that got so big. They, it, it inspired them. They're like, yeah, but I'm going to take this even lower than Rick James. I was just basically doing Robin Williams. Yeah, you were. Yeah. <laughs> what if that was my real laugh? <laughs> and you rubbed your belly yeah, like you are my belly like one hand on each side of the belly that's so funny <laughs> i don't like the shrieky high-pitched things let's listen to the next song which was also a single ghetto life this song also rules here we go I love that ball. <laughs> like that little move you did ball. for the ball. <laughs> I like the ball because it's it's guitar coming in and doing the line. That, but every not everyone, but like a bass and I think a little synth comes in on the boom. Well, it's boom. it seems also just a little lower than you would expect. Yeah, I think it's an E. I'm gonna guess it's an E. So just bum 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 bum. I go bum 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 bum. But like it's just interesting. They're so fucking reasonable <laughs> in the ghetto. So so far we we both like the first song. Oh yeah, and I'd say we're so doing far this. We like the both one like and the one. second song. We're going two I'll and two, two on two. this. Yeah, I'm I I'm not someone who grew up in the ghetto. No, but I far I, far I, from it. I appreciate Rick James uh, telling his story. I appreciate that there's like there's always been this part to like. Uh, African culture music or black music where it's like we're talking about our actual plights where it seems like I mean white people talk about plights too it's just a different one it's just interesting to hear their plight because like I don't know their plight I'll never know their plight I can hear their plight and try to understand their plight but a lot of times or at least from my perspective it seems like a lot of white plight is more personal reflection versus societal yeah. issues. It's more I hate myself, I'm depressed, than... Or I grew up I, in the ghetto I, and I had to scrape by and it wasn't safe. Depressed versus oppressed? Yeah, there you go, man I, with words. I felt like Nietzsche kind oh, of shit. did you feel smart for a second? <laughs> yeah, I did. Oh, I'm recording, list. right? <laughs> oh, here we go. So the Temptations are 
doing backing vocals on this song, which I think is fantastic. I never knew that before. So that's that guy that was in a wheelchair at the end of the movie? <sighs> I don't think that movie was the most accurate. Oh, here we go. Shh. It's the best line uh, of the whole song. It's amazing wordplay. It's almost as good as oppression and depression. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Tenement slums and corner bums. Rick James. <laughs> I'm saying at this point in his life, a legitimate genius. He's a musical genius. It sounds like Rick James. It's in the funk world, which I know he hated being called funk. Which is wild. but Because he was funky as hell. He's funky as hell, but it's Rick James's funk. It's exactly like Sly. And when I hear a Sly in the Family Stone song, I know it's a Sly uh-huh. in the Family Stone song. When I hear a Parliament song, I know it's a Parliament song. There are other bands that fell in that funk umbrella where I'm, you know, I'm not going to say that it's like Zap or uh, Daz Band. I yeah, love those bands, there. but like... They're not kings of no. the thing. No, no, These no. are kings. They were chasing the people thing. like Rick James. And I love the Daz Band. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not talking jazz shit, band, but I think even, jazz, I think even they would band, say, disco jazz. Like, yeah, these were our heroes. And fuck, a couple of them were their family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the place to funk is right here, Rick. That's so funny. Right he in my ears. He would talk about funk and bring up funk. And say funky, and then he'd be like, don't let me in with funk music. Uh-huh. Where's the place we like to funk? Sorry, bud. That's the whole end of this song, is just talking about <laughs> funk. And you know when he was looking for reefer, he went to places like, I'm looking for that funk. Well, let's be real. The song that we really enjoy has the word funk in the title. Absolutely. Oh, do you mean the song later that is guaranteed both of our favorite song? 100%. The <laughs> song we can't stop singing and listening to. I know I've listened to it many times. And these two songs we've known for a while and I've been jamming on them for a long time. Ghetto Life gets stuck in my fucking head a lot. It's I'll great. just sit around and be like, Ghetto Life. Tell me what I'm talking about. <laughs> that or just. Oh, shit, I messed oh, up. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> uh, shut up. All right, so let's go ahead, even though we don't have a lot happening here. Everything is recording, and I like... I'm so nervous. I just... I still think it's interesting. I, I tried to pull you out of it, and I think it helped. But I also think you grabbing a guitar and just kind of redirecting your brain also helped. I, I'm really trying to grow up in a sense of things that honestly don't matter. Well, and and also- most things... 99% of things I can fix. I can take mm-hmm. care of it. Well, like I said, it's worth... It makes sense to be irritated that something like that happened, but I don't think it's worth it to be actually mad. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at myself either. If anything, it's Shit just going to be now... Now, I'm just going to double check it like nine times, and you're probably going to be like, are we recording? And that's what we need to do. Exactly. And that's really it. <laughs> that's we just fine. it. it Checks and balances are important. <laughs> they were not in place previously. We got a little lax because, honestly, that's the first time I've ever done that. I almost asked, too, <laughs> and I didn't because I was like, oh, I assume he just has it, and I should have. It's interesting working on things. Like, I'll still make mistakes, but it's never the same mistake, usually. Like, I've never just not hit record before. The last time with Kent, that was totally something that I've never done before. It's just like, I'd like to prevent stuff, but I never thought that would happen. 
<laughs> there's always room for you know if it for hasn't room happened again. Baby. Ooh, in this home. Oh. We've also been trying to do a little bit more home improvement yeah. things in the big room. It's been a task. It's been a task. My sinuses haven't enjoyed it, and neither of you are. No, I've been sanding stuff in the other room. And sneezing. We have what we call the big room in yeah. this house. That was because it was... our house, well, my mom's house that we live in, and we're supposed to be fixing up and giving back to her. Um, we are. We're working on I it. Know. Just very slowly. <laughs> uh, it's a big, giant, like, circle, basically. It's a big O. O, like a... So it was an L and an entire room was added to yeah. make it like an O and, and instead of separating o. it into like different spaces, it's just one giant room and it's where I sleep. It's where we watch TV. It's, it's where we hang out, man. It's like the main room. So the fact that all this stuff is happening because ugh. it's never been painted. It's this paneling. It's never been painted. We ripped off all the trims. So of course, since it's not all flat for some reason, um, there are places where, you know, dust and oh, dirt have gotten mean, behind the trim. Yeah. And not only was it not flat against the wall, which whatever, I think the wood was bowing a little bit, but the floor when it was, I want to put quotations here, replaced with little vinyl stickers, basically. Oh my God. The, the trim sh- wasn't moved worst. down. The trim was just kept in the same space. So we had like a quarter to half an inch space underneath oh, the trim. Just on the floor. I just mean like throughout Oh, yeah, throughout the whole thing, places. it had spaces, but added a quarter inch underneath the floor for food and dog hair. Oh, God, so much dog hair. hair. <laughs> well, because there's trim along, you know, in the corners, there's trim along the top and the bottom, but then there's also trim that goes around the middle of the whole room. So there's just an extra layer of trim that exists. It's trim-tastic. It's trim city. I wouldn't call it tastic because that sounds more positive. Okay. It's trim, but because it's uh, it's a different paneling on the top half versus what's on the bottom, it has to be done. It has to be redone that way, unless we yep. replace the entire we wall. Tore and that's, all the paneling off and put drywall up, or a different type of paneling. It's bad enough that it's going to cost what it's going to cost and what it's going to take to do the redo the flooring in there because it wasn't just done properly no. the first time. No, so it's yeah, it's going to be a lot. Fun. It's going to be a lot. It's going to... And I sleep in there, so... And I work in there. Yep. All of it. It's the big room. Might, That's where I everything might, is. I might end up having to move into a different room so you can have the bedroom for a while. When it still smells like floor. balls and feet, so we'll see about that. You still need to get that fucking bathroom done? All right, let's move on, podcast. Let's listen to the next song. We don't need to talk Brian, about all the things the you need to song. do. Let's get on to the next song. I think it's a good idea. <laughs> all right, I think this is a good way to maybe change the subject. Let's listen to the next song, Make Love to Me. Life. <laughs> Let's bring that cheesy saxophone in. It's just God, spraying string cheese out the hole. I've never enjoyed saxophones in a schmaltzy way. I don't like I don't like romantic saxophones. That's what it is. So I'm glad it kicks up because if it just sounded oh, like yeah. that the whole time, it would have been supremely lame. And it's still, you know, it's not. It's not give it to me, baby. It's certainly not ghetto life. But it's but it's fine. It's got some fucking it's, groove. The baseline rules. Yeah, it's kind of what I think you would maybe expect from Rick James when it comes to bringing it down to that elevator cheese. He's still like, girl, I may be sweet and romantic, but. There's still a little bump in my grind. I was going to say, yeah, there's a little bump on the head of my dick. (laughs) (laughs) You want to take that? 
There's a little bump on the head of my dick. Rolling around. Rolling around. <laughs> to that saxophone oh, sound. I've never noticed that word before. Here like we go. To me, baby. 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 There's some terrible, or not terrible, there's some song by this band called Fear. It's called uh, New York's Alright If You Like Saxophones. And I think in my mind, my interpretation of it is that at that time when they were creating music, all bands were just like... Plus Saturday Night Live. They played on Saturday Night Live. They, they, uh, John Belushi famously got them on Saturday Night Live, and there was a mosh pit that like wrecked the set, and they were never invited back. Was it a like, saxophone off. mosh pit? Yeah, I think it was. New York's all right. I feel like saxophone. There's a saxophone in the song. Fucking hypocrites. He gets that mother hatchet awesome. Yeah, that's more. It's more of that than grunge. The Molly Hatchet? Oh, yeah. You make your love. You put your horns on his ass. Yeah, you put your making love with the pastor. You, uh, it's the, you put the, you put your voice back up in the. Top of your throat. You put the lime in the coconut <laughs> and shake it all up. You put the lime in the coconut and shake it all up. You shaking your boobies around with lime? Well, this cheesy part. That was so, like, poppy and big. Weird for him. My throat already like hurt. That. That made it better. We have a rock and roll cat here. Do you think he's going to sing for us? Are you going to sing, little Oliver? microphone. He does not like to be put on the spot. It's almost like he knows that you're trying to get him to do it. I love you, Oliver. It's okay. Say hello to the audience. Oliver, sing for Rick James. You love Rick James. Sing, sing now with Rick James. You used to be cool. He's a sensitive, neurotic boy. He's the type of kid that like Never leaves the parents' house and just like. Uh, I just pointed my finger at him and, and his ran. eyes got big and he took off. He doesn't like ET. He's a pussy. Don't you think he's the type? If he was a child and like an adult, a group grew up, it is like he'd be fucking autistic. <laughs> That's what it would be. He wouldn't want to be around anyone. He'd be supremely socially awkward. He just freaks out and gets all. Silent and mad, and then he runs just, away. He just looked at me, freaked out, and ran. Yes, <laughs> he is an autistic cat. <laughs> Oliver, the rock and roll autistic cat. <laughs> I accept that. That's fine. I love my little autistic boy. <laughs> Remember that time we were at the uh, Night Ranger concert? I'll never forget. And that uh, autistic boy came up. And he was just like sitting there, and the mom had to come up and like explain to us what was going on. And we just said, we just sat there and we're cool and like tried to talk to the kid. And then he just got up and walked away, very vaguely. It was it was an interesting experience for me because like, you know, there's some people that just handle things well. Like uh-huh. some adults, she just sat down and looked at us and was like, I don't remember the kid's name, but if, she was like, this is Eric. Eric has autism. 
you can ask Eric questions if you'd like to. Eric loves to answer questions or something like that. And we we're just like, okay, what's going on, Eric? And then I think he was just like super uninterested and just got up and left. And then I also remember the guy that brought his entire Night Ranger record collection. I think I remember him too. And Wasn't like, he a bigger guy? He was a bigger guy. He wore one of those like uh, black shirts that like doesn't cover his whole gut. Oh, sexy. Yeah, and was like carrying a crate of Night Ranger records. It looked like he follows the band. It looks Night like the Ranger! band probably sees it and goes, there's Jerry again. <laughs> Man, these names that you're coming up with. Yeah. It's hard. It's fun to come up with names. It's yeah. hard. It's fun to come up with names. Yeah. <laughs> I might just be talking for no reason. <laughs> well, we do that. That's the whole point of this podcast. Nobody podcast gives a shit is. what we're doing here. <laughs> Nobody actually cares. We're not changing anyone's opinions doom or lives. Do it, do it, Well, let's uh, let's see if anyone wants to do you to this next song, Mister Policeman. Ray gave me up. This is where we have the reggae yeah, music, mom. but we don't have Rick James doing a reggae. He's not emulating a reggae singer, and I appreciate that. He's still Rick James. But yeah, I like the sound. I'm taking this stand that this reggae Rick James song is better than any Bob Marley reggae song. It's Take a, that, you son of a bitch. It's very heavily synthesized. Yeah, I like that. I, I love that. Whatever that synth sound is where it's got that like distortion to it almost like that bit crushed like they're crushed bugs that noise dead bugs and under the keys yeah i like the dead bug sound it's the very bernie warrell sound and it's very stevie wonder sound Mm -hmm. which by the way stevie wonder's getting ready to make an appearance in this song he does have the harmonica solo in this i didn't realize that originally but you brought it to my attention Man, so, such a relevant. I when I first heard the, I heard or I saw the title of the song and I was like, okay, I'm going to listen to the lyrics on this one because normally, I don't. It's like the second thing I hear. Yeah. But I was, I want to know what he's talking about because I have a feeling what he's talking about. You mean second thing after each instrument? Like you're gonna listen to each each instrument before you're probably actually listening guess, to the I lyrics. I guess I more should have said I might eventually get to the lyrics, maybe. But, but it's very relevant in the song because things song, have not changed. No, they haven't changed at all. And everything he was saying, I was like, man, it's still the exact same today. It's still the same, like, feeling. You know what I mean? When he says something like, I don't think you do much here. Like, <laughs> I don't really see the need for your presence. Does the computer that is recording this think that it's nighttime? Is that a moon? Uh, it thinks it's nighttime, I guess. That's weird. I think it's 12.48 p.m. What's the temperature, though? That's a moon. That's not a sun. It thinks it's 59 degrees. I bet it's not in our time zone, right? Or in our land right now. I wish I was somewhere where it's 59 degrees instead of 90 degrees. (laughs) I wonder if uh, Stevie's doing any of that with him. Or if he has a hand in any of the synthesizer playing, which Maybe. it only said the it's a set harmonica, right? Yeah, because it says Levi Ruffin, with no page ah, created yes. on Wikipedia. He does the synthesizer. Levi Ruffin, David Ruffin from The Temptations, long lost brother, right? Is that what we're deciding now mm, without having info on it? I'm gonna say not long lost. I'm gonna say very well known and ignored. Oh, okay. 
He's like, I'm, you're not piggybacking off he of me. Like, I'm David Ruffin. We're not working together on the same Rick James songs. Did he legitimately do that, David Ruffin? Did he legitimately get on stage once and say, I don't huh, know. David I, Ruffin and the Temptations. I believe I read that the movie that they had made, that there were many embellishments. And like pretty much made David Ruffin the villain. Yes, I don't... Or maybe that shouldn't have been the case. Correct. What I read is that that wasn't exactly how he really was. So, let me guess. It was made by the other guy? I don't know. He probably spearheaded it all. Oh, here he gets some Tina Marie. I'm not a big fan of her voice at all. Let me listen. I think it's fine. Gives me a Frank Zappa vibes, honestly. Maybe, maybe it's because she's such a soprano and it's so high. Oh, yeah. And I'm just kind of like, eh. Okay, there's no way I can get that. Like, now. this sounds fine, but the back and forth stuff, I'm not a big fan of. And then she she shows up later as well. But she does backing vocals on a few of these and then actually comes out. And there's a song where uh, it's Rick James featuring her. And my God. <laughs> my God. Does it feature her? <laughs> In ways we just did not want. Yeah, it wasn't for me, but we'll get to la, it. La, la, it wasn't for me every time la. I listen to it. It's still not for me now. Okay, so we last time we checked in, we were two for two. We didn't say anything about three. Um, Make uh, love to me. I'm going in. I'm, I'm, I don't dislike it, I'm so I'll say three. In. And then with Mr. Policeman. Four. Four for four. Four for four, baby. Yeah, give it to me, baby. Give it to me, baby. All right, so we're going to listen to one more song before we take a break because we do have two songs that we need to listen to twice, so it's good to split it that at least in half between the first and the second half of the episode mm-hmm. instead of listening to them so closely. Absolutely. Uh, but this is the song that you probably know if you know Rick James as a musician. Or you just probably heard it out in like commercials or just out and about. I don't know. Or, or you've heard You Can't Touch This by MC Hammer. Goddamn Here's right. Super Freak. And I think it's interesting because I didn't realize it until I looked it up a little bit ago. The MC Hammer sampled this only nine years later because that came out in 1990 and this was 81. That doesn't compute in my head. It seemed worlds apart. I agree. But, but fuck, within a decade. Wasn't MC Hammer like early 90s? Yeah, it was 1990. It was very early 90s. <laughs> Correct. That was my first CD. Yeah, and then you said that you wanted to own hammer pants but you never did i think everyone wanted to own hammer pants it's like you saw those pants and you would think like where do i find those kind of pants not from a genie store it's like it's like now i think hey sam they were made for mc hammer he just didn't find those pants and went and went whoa whoa (laughs) it looked nice that they were roomy in the crotchal region, but it didn't look like he used fabric that was very breathable. It was very golden and it stuff. It was very golden. So I don't know if it was as breathable as it looked. Maybe it required him to do those sideways dancing techniques just to move air around and air his balls out because they were sticking to his leg. Maybe that's how he unstuck his balls from his leg. I think it works exactly like, remember when we were in school and we would get the big parachute thing? And we, With the ball? And we would go underneath it and everyone would sit under it and it'd make like a big dome mm-hmm. I think it's like that in the pants so when he does a certain spin move there's a little flap that opens up but it lets the air in 
and it just poof, it puffs them out. And he gets a nice little sw- smooth gust of air on those gnards. Speaking of Temptations recently, they are also the way, backing him up. Also a seven inch dick. <laughs> Got it. Uh, <laughs> um, what? <laughs> What's I saying? <laughs> totally threw me off. Sorry. We were talking about MC Hammer's parachute pants. I wasn't. I, I was know. I'm trying about to get you back to where I was. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, man. You know that you can't talk about someone's penis without it completely. Flustering. Just, yeah. I just, everything else just drops out of my mind. Oh. Oh, my. Oh, the temptations are on this, and he calls them out. That's what I was going to say. It's coming up they're, pretty soon. They're not actually singing on this, though, I thought. Yeah, they are. They're singing on this, and then they also back him up on Ghetto Life. I thought I always remember that he just said Temptations sing on this, and they weren't actually on it. And then later they did that song, and he actually got them. No, they're actually on well, good. it. And this David Ruffin was not with them by the time they did this. Oh, no, there's only one person in that room can, that can be ingesting that much cocaine. And that's Rick James. That's true. <laughs> he would have snorted David Ruffin under the table. Oh, or over been. the table, because that's not, that's not a downer yeah, drug. Yeah. He would have been... And you sniff things on the table, not underneath. Yeah, so he would have been standing on the top of the table. <laughs> I have a feeling David Ruffin and Rick James were so tooted up there on the ceiling by the end of the night. I feel like the ego would have broken the walls. Oh, there would have been a fight. Like, I think David Ruffin and Rick James all coked up at that time in the same room. It would have been like, this is my song, bitch. And he would have been like, but I'm David Ruffin, bitch. In my mind, they sound the exact same, by the way. Yeah, I guess so. So uh, we're going to take a break. Uh, one year later, Rick James uh, had the Temptations on another album to do the song Standing on the Top, which also yeah. rolls. We'll, oh. we'll be back. We'll, we're going to take a little break. And then this is where we got to last time. So we'll see. Uh, hey, we're doing better this time. It's, it's all on tape. So the second That's half say, no, will tape. actually be fresh to us. Yeah. Yay! This was pretty fresh. It wasn't quite the same as we last time. we ways to talk about the same thing We've done in this. different ways. We've done this before. Some of them in better ways. <laughs> I would agree. That happens. It does. No, because recently we got in an argument and had to restart the episode. And then that beginning was a million times better, and I would say a pretty good pretty good beginning of the episode. Yeah, I think sometimes you just gotta, <laughs> you just gotta roll with it, baby. This is why people write. This is why people redo things. <laughs> we'll be back. Presenting to you. Hello, gentlemen, and welcome to the first rehearsal of the Debonairs, the most elite vocal group that will ever exist. How's everybody doing today? Great! I'm good. I gotta say, I love the enthusiasm. I love it. All right. Now, I think we just start this uh, first rehearsal off with everybody introducing themselves. How does that sound, group? I'm down. All right. Would you like to go first to my right right here? That's fine. That's fine. Hello, everybody. Hello. My name is Billy T. Nelson. No relation. No, no relation to who? Craig, Craig T. Nelson. Nelson. Coach. Oh, yeah, what they said. Oh. 
Sorry, sorry, I knew that. Sorry, it's sorry. fine. It's fine. Anyway, I'm very excited to sing with y'all. I can't wait to get to this rehearsal. That's amazing. It's very exciting to sing with you as well. All right, do you, you want to go next? Sure. Yeah, it's fine. You go next. Well, my name is Peter Game Show Host. How y'all doing today? Just kidding. Uh, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm only here to make money, baby. And I heard this is the most elite singing team possible to join right now. So let's get this shit over with and get to work, baby. Well, I gotta say, while your attitude is uh, concerning at some points, fuck you. The hard work ethic is something to look forward to. Fuck you. All right, let's go to the last person here today. Uh, please tell us your name. Hello, my name Hello. is Cliff Tucker. I am the brother of Chris Tucker, and I'm right. here to be the high voice of the group. Nice. Are you ready? I don't want to do this talking shit. Whoa. Last time somebody talked too much, it was my brother in the womb, and I really his penis off. That's right. I got one reference under this character. Now, calm down, calm down. I don't know what the all character right. thing was supposed to be in uh, reference to. Me but either. all right, you guys want to see so badly. Let's let's try a little practice here. Let's try a little yeah. warm up. Yeah. I'll lay yeah. down the load of the base. Okay. I'm the base. All right. All right. I'll lay down the base, and you all just come in with me, and we'll do a little do-up improvisation. Finally, got it. Yeah, we got it. All right. It. Let's, let's go. Off. Here we go. Boop. Christ, that sucked. Yep. yep. Band's over. We're finally together. This is like a dream come true, baby. Yeah, So this is 2007 from the last album, Deeper Still by Rick James. This song is called Funk With Me. You know, the guy who didn't think that he was funk. <laughs> he can't get rid of funk. He refuses. It still sounds like Rick James. Please let something happen. Oh, what? Whoa! Oh, this is weird with that like hip hop sound. Yeah, but it, it it's interesting. It's not terrible. It doesn't sound like he's completely abandoned the Rick James sound. It just sounds, sounds like he's updated it. Let's hear how he sings. He sounds great. Yeah. Rick never lost it. Holy he, shit! He never fucking lost it. <laughs> Ooh, he just said every time he comes. He sounds almost the same. I mean, he sounded good on the South Park song. I can't believe I didn't think about that song till just now. Open up a packet of my gravy. Oh my god, I love gravy. Yeah. He sounded great on that. Didn't we do? Didn't we do Chef Aid on this podcast? No. Well, we did the Christmas album. Yes, there you go. that's correct. <clears throat> Got all graggly voice, man. Good job, Rick James. Yeah, he's any, always any good. Shit, I talked about him potentially losing it later. I didn't know what I was talking about. That's correct. And speaking of not knowing what you were talking about, something that I somehow I I missed this. There was a video that I came across that I came across way too fucking late yesterday morning. I was laying in bed. Uh, I 
you were you slept in a, a much later than usual which was fine Slumped um out but i just hung out for a while and i was on my phone all morning and i saw this video and it it, it showed me that apparently i had no idea that the wonderful bill paxton was in an 80s new wave band in the <laughs> 80s it was a two-man band uh, they were not very popular because they did not break out like other artists did, but the the band is Martini Ranch. Martini Ranch. And they only released one actual album, I believe, or at least it's that's accessible, called Holy Cow. And I wanted to play a song or, or just, to, you know, some pieces of the songs. I, I, we might review it in the future. I did listen to the entire album, so <laughs> it was... Wow. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't necessarily enjoyable, but here we go. Let's let's listen to let's just dip in because I really want to dip hear. into this Bill Paxton. It is new. I need to hear some Paxton. All right. Well, the first song we're going to sample is Fat Burning Formula. Now, you said this was a duo, right? Yeah. The other guy is Bill Pullman, I assume. This is amazing. What? Okay. Andrew Todd and Bill Paxton. Um, I'm in on this song completely. Sounds like... That sounds like a more accessible Devo. Mm-hmm. All right, let's listen to... Wow. How... Well, actually, let, Hot Dog. It is July 4th, so yeah, let's hear like what... Hot dog let's album. sample a little bit of Hot Dog. Wow. No, this is good. This is good new wave. This is like weird science. Well, I don't mean to break it to you, but Bill Paxton wasn't weird science. That's true. I forgot. As the asshole brother. <laughs> so we might have to listen to this, but if you guys, I'm at least giving you a heads up that Martini Ranch exists. Oh, they got girls to sing? Oh, uh, didn't you say it was the B-52 girl? The blonde from the B-52s does pop up on a couple songs on this album. Bury it! Wow. They're trying to be uh, Fred Schneider. Oh, it's all up in there. And then one last song, because I like the name of it, is How Can the Laboring Man Find Time for Self-Culture? <laughs> <laughs> How can you have a job and find yourself cultured is what I just heard. Oh, my God. These guys love Oingo Boingo. Oingo Boingo and Devo was all they listened to. Bill Paxton was way better than Bill Pullman in so many ways. Bill Pullman wasn't in an 80s new wave band. What if you find out he was? Fuck him. <laughs> I don't care. Fuck that guy. He sucks. <laughs> All right. I but, love it. I'm but, excited for this Bill Paxton experience. But that was very uh, surprising to me. I liked it more listening to it with you now. It was also in the morning and I was trying to be quiet <laughs> listening to it really low in my phone because you were sleeping. Wait, and... Through a phone speaker? Of course. Oh, yeah, Songs don't sound good ever through a phone speaker. Headphones, headphones. Headphones. All right. Well, let's get back into this Rick James album. Unfortunately, and we're not listening to Martini Ranch. Holy cow. Uh, and I only say this because what we're getting back into is the longest song on this album. It is over seven minutes long. It's featuring Tina Marie. Fire and Desire. Because I will say... For me, I'm five for five on this album. 
I'm five for six when this song plays. <laughs> this is funny because got the uh, Rick James doing the uh, girl. You know, I've seen you so much, and I think we could get together again. Just I love not love, but it's always funny when like Boys to Men did that shit. Mm-hmm. Just that classic just like ballad. Girl. I bet when he was live, sick did it. I bet when he was live, he'd be like, "Girl, I love when you squat and I can see a little bit of your meat sleeve hanging out through the bottom of your underwear. I love a lady with a long meat sleeve. Meat sleeve. Girl, when you pull out your meat sleeve and I could smell that roast beef juice, and you just had to use your hands to spread that bat apart and go, floppity flop, flop, flop." Love him and leave him. Right from the beginning. I think that his uh, his vocal patterns on this song are interesting. He's not just like like he's a lot of space there, God. Like I would never write it like this. I don't think Frankie Valley would have written it like he this. He has a very unstructured. I mean, like it fits, but it's it's still very free it's form very of what he's fluid. doing. Yeah, that way it works completely. That's how you know he's smooth. <laughs> yeah, fire and desire. I found a video called Bill Pullman shreds. I don't know if he shreds a guitar or not, but if that's the case. This is an interesting battle still going on. <laughs> no, that battle died. Along with Bill Paxton. He took he died and took that crown with him. <laughs> yeah, this song is just a snoozer. It's it's really schmaltzy, it's corny. I agree. Like, this is when Rick James' voice is just over the top. You remember, uh, uh, what's that movie? Uh, Coming to America? Yeah, I've never seen it, but yeah. Well, there's a section where they got a singer dude in there. They're, like, at the community center, and it's a guy singing, and he's like, uh, oh, it's uh, Chocolate Love or whatever. Uh, Lane Staley says it. At the end of one of those songs that we just listened sexual to. Sexual chocolate. Yeah, sexual chocolate. I believe in He's miracles. like that. He's like, <laughs> Oh, yeah, okay. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that was based off of this Rick James. So I didn't know this, that apparently, because you, you sparked my curiosity about stupid Bill Pullman. And it does say here on his Wikipedia page that at the age of 21, he suffered a head injury. When he fell while rehearsing a play and lost his sense of smell and the feeling in his elbow and could never act again. You know, it's funny how man. You fucking bitch. That was really funny, goddammit. What part of that was real? Everything except for the very end. You used to. I hate this. Fuck you, Tina oh, Marie. Yeah, she's awful with this song. Everything she does is so over the top. I am not a fan of I her style at all. To, I think she's trying to match how ridiculous he is. Would she just sound like, a, like this earlier? No, I think she's trying to match the schmoots. 
schmoots, the schmaltz that Rick James already put on this. It's like she's trying to sound like a gospel singer. Yeah, I think Rick was too. Yeah, I'm not a fan. When this song came on, like I got halfway through it, I was like, Come on, god damn it. I think it's funny. Well, because it's also the longest song, so it's atrocious. <laughs> it's atrocious. This album clocks in under 40 minutes. And this song is 35 of them. You were cold as ice. I love that part. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's not that she can't sing, I just don't like the. I don't like the tone of her voice at all. I agree. I agree on this song. But goddamn, that was a fucking note she just It's making me sleepy. <laughs> Fire! Yeah, it's just it's too embellished. It's so, so corny. Ugh. It, it, it's it, like a Saturday Night Live sketch. Like, I can see him just going back and forth, being like, ooh, 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 yeah, ooh, 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 We have right under two minutes left of this shit. You can skip. Well, no, everyone needs to suffer as much as we have. No, they don't. That's the thing. <laughs> Everything's just so overdone. Oh, just huge embellishments. Shouting most of the time. <laughs> yeah, we're bringing it back down. Thank God. It's like a relief. I guess I think we both say a little too much. Music like this sucks ass. Oh, yeah. After all, it seems like it's pandering. Like, what do, what do you expect people to do during this? Is this supposed this to be fucking music? It's a slow dance and fuck oh, song. Is it slow dance or is it penetration? Yeah, a fuck song. This yeah. is a penetration song. They're both synonymous. Slow dance songs are fuck songs. Just put your Foreplay song. It's a weird foreplay song. I have a feeling that Rick James probably didn't do too much foreplay himself. I bet he was a selfish lover. You think so? I do. I don't think so. I think he ate that pussy. I don't think he did. I think he started... Okay, Google, did Rick James... <laughs> I think he... pussy. I think he was... Uh, He's too busy putting cocaine in his nose. His mouth was busy. Do you think he was like very that, demanding? He was like, suck my dick, bitch. That or he only did it when he had the coke drip, so he didn't have to taste it. <laughs> the coke drip, so he didn't have to taste it. I'm all numb, bitch. Let me get on that. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> mm. It's actually funny because I, I recently saw this stupid TikTok video where this guy just stopped this girl because people always just stop people on the streets now and record it so they can get content and this girl it was like at a festival and out of nowhere she was like <sighs> and he was just like like what the fuck just happened she was like sorry coke drip drip and walked away and I was like, oh my god <laughs> that's weird how people just walk up nowadays and they're like what are you listening to mm -hmm. it's like go fuck yourself i bet that happens Nine times out of ten, it's a go fuck yourself, or it's just they just keep walking. I wouldn't, I wouldn't stop. I got headphones in because I don't want to be talked to. I also just think that I might not be listening to music. I feel like right? there are also a lot of responses that aren't getting used. They're oh, specifically absolutely. picking ones of saying. something that they already like uh, yeah, or whatever. Saying, they asked a hundred people, 
94 of them told him to fuck off. I don't know if it was that high, but I think that there are some people who are like, oh, I'm listening to this book on tape or I'm listening to this podcast and they're not going to use any of that. I would say I'm listening to Gorley and Rust for the 98th time. Do you want to talk to me? Now, the guy that I do want to come up to me and ask me random stuff is the guy that's been giving people $500. (laughs) But he seems to always find people that like, or living in a van. I don't know that person. So I'm really hoping if I go on tour again, or when I go on tour again, I'll just be in my trailblazer and I'll look homeless. And then the guy will be like, here, bud, you need $500. And I'll be like, yeah, I do need $500. Yeah, if you wear that shirt. If I just look like me, <laughs> I look true. homeless. You got, Sorry, unhoused. You have holes in your shirt and in your teeth. <laughs> I don't have holes in my teeth. I, know, I just wanted to say that. <laughs> oh, it's fun. All right. So since we got through that exhausting fire and desire song, let's listen to Call Me Up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got to hold the microphone Perfect. back now. Oh, no. Just sniff it really hard. Get that. Come, I'm, I'm, uh. ah, I don't smell anything. You don't usually have that smelly of anything. Your your farts or your poop, shockingly, don't smell. It's because I eat things that don't technically rot, <laughs> like McDonald's. And you also just have a much stronger gastrointestinal system than I do. I'm built pretty good. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I wish you were built more like your dad. I don't know what that means. Because he died young. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this song fucking rules. Yeah, this song is good. We're back. We went to Snooze Fest. Now I'm six for seven with this song. Yeah. Oh yeah. The baseline rules. Call me up. And really, this is only the second to last song. So I mean, I would actually only say since we're giving this a rating. There's only one song on this whole album that I don't like. Yeah, that's true. Because the last song is the one that we've been talking about a lot, that we've listened to a oh, lot. And when the next song comes on, it's going off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you think that we've been smooching, whatever that word is. Smooching? If you think that we've been uh, just hugging and cuddling up on this album. Oh, that's uh, right. <laughs> This yeah, because we haven't even dived into how much we've liked this we song with each other. Will gush, <laughs> gush. But this song rules. I love uh, Rick's voice on this. He's like, no, baby. <laughs> I feel very happy that I chose an, a Rick James album. You done good because, and I think that this was a really good one because I've also just always been familiar with the Spark front. Rules. I love that little just... Oh, I do too. But I've also always liked Ghetto Life, so I've always seen this album cover from listening to that album. Yeah, I've seen this album cover for a long time. It's very reminiscent of David Bowie. Yeah, it does. Uh, Ziggy Stardust. Him just leaning against... But he's clearly in the dark. It's at night, leaning on a lamp light post with his guitar in his in one hand. You think that's in his hometown of Buffalo? I would think so. I would think so too. He seems like one of those dudes who's like no, we're going back to the street where I grew up. We're gonna see this mama. I definitely need to go to Buffalo with you sometime because I would like, even though I would much rather prefer to go to Canada and see the falls from that side. You can. You can get on a ferry in the United States and go and see the whole thing. And I'll just be on the other side like 
Have a good time. I would love to do that. And I wouldn't be mad because just because I can't do it doesn't mean you shouldn't go see it. I didn't make. You can take videos and stuff for me. Oh yeah, I'll get my phone all wet. Yeah, it looks fun. You can go to Niagara Falls. We can go see Rick James. Uh, yeah, I would like to memorial. do that. And that's about it. Oh, oh the we Jeffries. can see the Jeffries. Now, naughty, naughty Sam. Maybe they can take us on the ultimate buffalo. Like a uh, excursion. Well, let's wait until like, it's not the summertime. Like the best pizza. Yeah, give me some like New that. York pizza. I've never been to New York State at all. I don't have. I've never had any interest in New York City because I have anxiety. Ooh. And I mean, I mean Times Square specifically. Yeah, you mean New York City Times Square, like heart of the city. It's it did suck. It was very. There's also a lot of violence anxiety. in big cities like that, where there are a lot of people and. Can be. Ugh. I never had any problems, but I look like the guy who causes the violence. I look like someone who could be easily robbed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we definitely give off a different vibe in the city. I'm the guy who robs, and you're the person who's robbed. My mom has always told me that I would look scary coming down an alley at night. She said that if she were encountering encountering you like walking she would cross the street and not walk right past you which is funny. I'm like the least scary dude like i wouldn't do anything i don't do anything to anybody i avoid fights i don't like confrontation i don't even like talking about political differences like i just want to talk about predator and alien <laughs> so i'm not gonna get in a fight i'm just a little sweetheart we're going to listen to this last song, and we are going to do what Rick James likes to call below the funk. We're not going to blow the funk, but we're going to below the funk. Are you ready? Yeah. Pass the J parenthetically. I was born in a city that called Buffalo. Zero degrees below. It's too damn cold and funky. <laughs> this song is the shit. I, as soon as it started, I was like, where the fuck has this song been? How have we not heard this? It's so good. I have I have listened to this song over and over and over, uh-huh. just back to back to back. Uh-huh. For as many times as I listen to the album, you can times it about 90. <laughs> I've definitely listened to this song more than any, more than the entire album by a lot. Yeah, me too. This song is fun. It's short. The first time I heard it, I heard it all the way through, and I was laughing with joy the whole time. And then I played it again, and I brought up the lyric, and was laughing with joy, or laughing with joy the whole time again. So let's pass this part. I love that little thought that like because he does dress a little like uh, he's a little flamboyant little flamboyant he's got like high heel boots on mm-hmm. that like a stripper would wear that like go up past the knees and stuff and he would wear like, all other outfits yeah he's very flamboyant so I love the notion of like yeah all these people these guys look at me and you know they call me like gay or they think I'm like a sissy boy or something like that it's like but I'm fucking all the way I fucked four girls today I and had, it's 4pm yeah. I am slinging way more <laughs> vagina than you ever will in your life but you can say whatever you want about me because I'm yeah. Rick James. Yeah. He's like, he's laughing because he's like, yeah, you don't know that your bitch called me last night. <laughs> God, I, this song just... Oh and I love God. that it's about the city growing up in Buffalo. Buffalo, zero degrees below, which makes no fucking sense. Zero degrees below. That means it was none, it was zero degrees. <laughs> it was below the funk. La, 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 
It's so upbeat. I love the congas that are in it. That's the joint. It's only two and a half minutes long. And I love that Rick James in this time is so to the point. Does not care. He's talking about weed. Like, even with like Mary Jane, everybody knew what he was talking about. He wasn't he wasn't being like underground about it. He was just like that's what I do. I eat pussy and I smoke weed. It's weird that you think that he does the first thing. I think he ate the tang. I think you like the taste. <laughs> when once the coke drip happened. <laughs> I think the coke drip ruined it. I think he put coke in it and I bet he then put snorted coke, it out. I bet he snorted coke off of the clitoris. <laughs> Absolutely. And then the woman didn't even know what was going on because she couldn't she feel couldn't it for feel anything. It. <laughs> and then he went, like fire. And he'd be like, no, I'm telling you, baby, you came. <laughs> you just didn't feel it, but you came. I promise. I swear it's everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's so- all Oh, there's a, I, I got to talk about one section. Uh, do you have the lyrics up for that song? Uh, no, I don't. Hit, you can't hit lyrics? It, no, it's not Damn up. Damn it. There's just one section where he's just like, and I'd finish with it. Like, he just, the funk voice, there's, the funk voices existed with other people where you're like, yow, you know? He puts a funk voice with a shr and ends up being like this now. It's so good. It's it, so fucking good. It's a much more manly Lane Staley. It is. Because Lane Staley is like, yeah. And yeah. then he's like, yeah, bitch. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Cameo voice. we are officially through the album, but we do have two extended versions that we are going to play because they are a little bit different. Um, I don't know. Are they even technically? Are they? No, they're not even extended versions. They're it's just 12, 12 inch, inch versions. Version. So they are. They are longer, though. So here's Give It To Me, Baby, which is. Let's see how much longer than it. It's a minute and a half longer than the original, now but this, it does sound different. Like they're different mixes too. Yeah, they're different mixes. This song, I was having trouble figuring out what was added. There's the next song. I was like, whoa. Well, the next song is I've much never more heard noticeable. this section in my life. Yeah. But I feel like most of this is the same. It's just definitely extended. It's probably just more of a jam, from what I remember. And saying like. Oh yeah. Because even in the next song, things aren't the polished final version vocally. Polished, that's the better the better way to say it. This sounds put together just this sounds extended more to me because so far everything sounds exactly the same. No different ad libs. It doesn't sound like it's a different take. Oh my god. I just had a memory. My buddy Daniel Beasley. Oh, I remember this that. Song. I thought about that earlier. No, didn't you guys do the tenement slums and corner bums thing at Randy's once? Maybe. I feel like that happened because he showed up like after we played a show or I something, and we were like eating and drinking still. And that was when what's his face was still alive. He used to make ribs, and he bought us a round. Oh, Andy Beck. Yeah. Andy Beck uh, made delicious prime rib. Uh, that we would eat for Christmas. Yeah. Very salty, but it was a good kind of salty. But yeah, um, I just remember, I remember being up in our, uh, when we still lived on Main Street, and Daniel came to visit, we were up there, and he found out that we both liked Rick James, and I remember him going, I guess that's why I'm so elated, and like held up his hands. And it sticks in my head because one, one of his hands. yeah, because one of his hands there's only three fingers on there. So I remember that little fist going up and being like, "So elated!" <laughs> I wonder. Oh God, this is so awful. Do you think he's ever dressed up as the guy from Scary Movie too? 
No, but I bet he's made the joke and said, let me use my strong hand. I'm sure he has, but... I, I know a certain girl who asked to be fisted by that little hand. Which really Ew. is probably the best fisting size. Wait. Is she related to me? Yes, she is. <laughs> okay, I thought so. God damn. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Not directly. I mean, I mean, not your sister. <laughs> That's what I was saying. Oh, no, my cousin. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Not you, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Chris always wanted to be fisted by Daniel. By his claw. Uh, he, when he first came to school, he told me that he lost that part of his hand in a lawnmower accident. <laughs> Wasn't he just of, born that way? Yeah, he was just born that way. <laughs> he was just being a... You know, you probably heard that question his whole fucking life, and why not have fun with it? I would tell somebody the same thing. I'm just, if he decided to dress up as that Chris Elliott character <laughs> from Scary Movie 2, you know, he'd be. That would be fantastic. He's not around here, but he'd be a fantastic guest on this podcast. He really would, and he's not that far away. He's just in Chicago. Really, we could visit two friends. Yeah. It's like two, three hours away, Max. I. I bet both friends could would be good on the, good podcast. On the podcast. God damn it. We need to figure something out. <laughs> a little Chicago record weekend. Yeah, we should do that. Get a hotel room, mm-hmm. take the equipment. And just have people come visit. Yeah, I like it. I like and it. And then we'll get a balcony so we can step out like adults. Yeah. it's legal there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Forgot about that. It's night. I like that this song is uh, about Rick gets fucked up and he likes to fuck. Look, look, when I do drugs, I don't like just dancing. I also want to penetrate that punte. Now, you can't just go home and go to bed. I'm Rick. I stay up all night. I want fun and fucking all night long. <laughs> like, Rick, I'm tired. I want to go home. <laughs> yeah, Rick, I'm tired. Let's go home. That's exactly like, what she said. Shut up, bitch. I'm dancing. <laughs> yeah, on the table. Rick James is on top of the table, standing, standing on the top. Standing on the top. On the top, getting down. Yeah. Um, once again, with this, listen, I have not picked up what's extra on this. I think it's just extra. I feel dun, like dun, the same. Because it's already that. longer. We've already surpassed the. Oh, here we go. Yeah, I didn't. I, that was a weird one. So I bet that this that is just the normal. end that they shortened. Ooh. No, I, they've short like move. the other song would have ended by now. Yeah, you're right. We're in the last minute stretch. Say what? And like, did Rick create that? Say what? You know who else would be a good guest but doesn't live around here? Huh. Ken Hiltz. Yeah, Ken Hiltz would be a great guest. God damn it. All men. Yeah, women are dumb. <laughs> you know who would be a good, uh, fun guest to potentially get on again now? Oh, I think Leah would be fun, but yeah. who? I was going to say your sister again. Oh, because, yeah. <laughs> because things are better. <laughs> I hope so. She hasn't posted any updates, so I've been a little concerned. But she got to go down there and kick her ass. She's been going strong. Been proud of her. And even if she slips, it happens. You can't blame someone for tripping up, especially when it's everywhere. All right, we got that song done. We're moving on, right? Yeah, I don't think that there was much to that. Here's Super Freak. This is seven minutes long, so I'm sorry that you guys are listening to the same songs. You can always just skip ahead if you don't want to hear this. But we are just listening to these songs again. And really, it's more like investigative ears right now. I think we both are just kind of like listening. And this song 
something jumped out at me. I was like, what the fuck is this? I've, I've heard this song hundreds of times, and I've never heard this part. Like, I kind of zoned out when it was playing, and then that section happened, and I was like, what the hell is this? This has never existed. Why did someone go into Super Freakin' had some sex? I think his vocals are different in this. Not always, but I think there are more instances where even already sound, in the song that there were parts. They sound drier. They sound less... Uh, like that like right vocal there. effects. It's more like natural voice? Yeah, I think they took out some of the reverb or something because I'm hearing his voice more instead of like a slapback reverb. Like I can hear his throat more instead of an effect. God damn. No matter how many times I hear this song, I still like this song. <laughs> it's hard to not like... It's hard to not get into it. Everybody's saying... I... Funk voices are the best. Every genre, it seems, has its voice. Like, pop has that, like... uh, Like, breathy. Breathy, or like... uh, Whiny. Whiny, or uh, vocal fry. Yeah. Uh, Metal, obviously, has, like, the scream. (laughs) Country has the... The twang. Folk has the... R&B has the runs. Yep. They have the runs. <laughs> Punk has the nasal. The oys. Yeah. <laughs> or. Whoa! <laughs> That's the Misfits version of the punk. Do you think. Is there a, a punk band called the oys? Probably. I couldn't imagine there not being. Unless that's like too. Like on the head, you know what I mean? But we're going to look right now. The oys. Country boy. So I guess not, huh? <laughs> oh, it just started a band called The Oys. Interesting. We just, just do covers of songs that we just do oi in place of the songs. Yeah, that aren't punk songs at all. Yeah. So like sound of music. Oi, 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 oi. Oi, 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 oi. Is this a new game where we just say oi and try to figure out what song they're doing? Oh, that's fun. Do it again. During this song? Oi, 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 oi. Oi, 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 oi. Oi, oi. Oi, 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 oi. I have no idea. Oi, 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 oi. Oi, 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 oi. Oi, oi. Oi, 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 oi. Oi, 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 oi. Oi, 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 oi. Britney Spears. Britney Spears. Shut up, Britney Spears. That was terrible. This section. Never heard this before. And then they're going to do some like vocal stuff. Let's see how long this original was. 325. Yeah. Right here, this part. Never ever heard. There's a super freak. Yeah, we're definitely past. This is like twice as long yeah. as the original. I as the original. I assume this is like the live version where Rick would have gone out and been like, "All right, where's all my super freaks out there?" And in the background, still going. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, girls, show me your titties. Yeah. Who wants to get up on stage right now? We're going on to the left. If anyone want to get up in here and shake that shit with Rick, come on. Oh, are you white Don't hurt girls? yourself now. Don't hurt yourself talking up the steps there. Oh, What's the first step? It's like a sea of white titties. <laughs> now, take off your tops. <laughs> Taking off your tops. <laughs> Taking on your top, going down, yeah. Guaranteed Rick had a section where he got girls up on the stage to dance there. Or just from the audience. I mean, like, Steel Panther does that. Like, there's a bunch of bands that do that. Just to get women to shake their shit up on stage. I mean, and not Rick James pay. is basically Steel Panther. The funk Steel Panther. <laughs> he basically was. Basically. Girls are super freak. Yow, yow. I like this part. Oh, I enjoyed it. I really like the guitar. It's just much more grooving. There's nothing... It's just a jam session. I can see why they would take it out for the single. It's like, come on, Rick, get straight to the point. Yeah, there's definitely nothing huge, but those parts are good enough that I think that it's worth listening to it's on like the Parliament. podcast, even if we've already listened to it. Yeah. Parliament has like way extended versions of their songs that the single was like two and a half minutes, but the album mm-hmm. version's like six. And it's just because there's four minutes of them going, yeah, <laughs> just doing the same groove. But live, they would all just be dancing. It's dance music. We should not go to that thing later. (laughs) (laughs) I love, I love uh, not going places and just staying. (laughs) That's what you're best at. (laughs) I didn't used to be. I used to love to get out and do things. Like I said, if you're gonna clean the walls today. That's the plan. I have a feeling you're not going to feel good later. We'll see, but probably I'm going to wear a mask to hopefully protect myself, but I've already been having sinus pressure and stuff. It's been rough just with this shit for the last couple days anyway. I mean, that's why I do like, I mean, I like doing the physical stuff, but some of this stuff I know, if you do this, it's going to take you out for two days. Mm -hmm. You're going to be fucked up. Yeah, I appreciate your help in the prepping And if I do it, I'll just sneeze for the rest of the night, but I'll be fine. Yeah, I'll, I'll lay down and my sinuses will completely shut off and then I can't fall asleep until like five in the morning. <sighs> yeah, that doesn't happen to me. Lucky you. And I take allergy medicine every day. It's not fair. It's not fair. Maybe that's why it happens because you made your system so used to pills, man. I've had to be on allergy medicine since I was a child, a yeah, young child. Man. I had to go and get all those uh, shots in my back. Oh, really? Yeah, where... My mom had, it's like I left, she picked me up from school and then had to put this big numbing pack on my back that like stuck to my back. So then when I got there, by the time that they took it off, my back was numb and then they could shoot me with different things and then watch the allergic reaction. It's weird how that that, is weird how they do that. Uh huh. Yeah. You think they just like take a blood sample and do it like the movie, the thing where they just have like a blood thing and they go, all right, this is the drop of this stuff. Ooh, the blood didn't like that. But I don't know if blood's what is allergic to things. I just want everything to be like the thing. No, it's more respiratory. Respiratory. All right, well, we are finished with the album Street Songs by the one and only Rick James. So we are to the part of the podcast where it's actually time for us to go over some of those things that Sam likes to call questions. He's got super questions now. Shy. 
super questions. She's got super questions now. Get funky. All right. Good job. Thanks. Good job. Good job, everyone. I had a little soul Good job, there. everyone. Good job. We can go home now. Thank you for your help. Thanks. We appreciate you. We're done? No. Oh, shit. Why did I choose this? I like it. <laughs> you chose this. Why did you choose this specific album? I chose this because I'm familiar with the front cover. I like the song Ghetto Life. I looked at the tracks. I thought that it had enough that I like and enjoyed that it would be fun to maybe listen to this one, even though I didn't know what I was necessarily in for with fire and desire. <laughs> you just said all the things that if you would have asked me why you chose this album, that's exactly what I would have said. And I should probably seen this album cover a few times, looked at the track listing. Went, oh, those songs are good. Let's do this. Yeah. Uh, what do I think that you thought when I gave it to you? I think you were excited. I'm surprised it oh, took us yeah. this long to do Rick James, even though you didn't know what was on the actual album. I think you were just looking forward to do doing Rick James oh, in general. Could, yeah. It's a I fun love, listen. We've loved Rick James for a while. It's It's been in the playlist for a long time. So what was your actual judgment when I gave it to you before you... Excited because listened. I, too, had seen this album cover for a long time and... Uh, it's when it dawned to me that like, oh, I've never listened to a Rick James album. It's just yeah. been collections or songs that you played around me. Loved all of them, usually. Very Good excited. Stuff. It, it, it was past, it was, I can't even say an easy peasy because it was just like a an excitement. Like, sweet, yeah. get to hear that Rick James album. So do you know how many times you listened to the full album? The full album, about five times. Okay. I listened to the full album... I honestly don't remember because I also started it a couple times and then like with work, I had a weird work week last week. So like I kept getting, I had to keep stopping and like taking phone calls and making phone calls and things to people because I was doing something new and confused. So it kept getting interrupted. It was maybe three or four times all the way through, Mm -hmm. but those two starts and then listening to the uh, below the funk Past the J. Mm-hmm. Who oh. knows how many oh, times? Are we going to give that number what her realistic number might be? I have no fucking idea. I'm at least in the 14. Oh, oh okay. I, I mean, it's definitely at least in the 14, is yeah. what you said. Yeah, I'd all. say probably around 20. Nice. It's been quite a bit. Um, this is going to be... I say we just uh, do this for both of us because I think that we both agree oh, on least and most favorite. This one's so easy. So our both shared least favorite is Fire and Desire. Absolutely. Ugh. Blech. Schmaltz, schmaltz, schmaltz. We don't even need to really hear it because we heard seven minutes of it, which was way too much. Yep. And let's be real. The best song on here is Below the Funk Past the J. fucking lutely. Excuse me. Past the joint. I was born in a city that go buffalo. Zero degrees below. It's too damn cold and funky. Mama raised me on the numbers racket. With eight kids and no father. So she said like Buddy Hackett. She liked Buddy Hackett. You can't blame the woman. That was good stuff. Good stuff. All right. So when how old was I when I first started listening to this? 36 uh how did i originally feel about it uh i i think it grew on me over time the songs that i didn't know i didn't love them on the first listen i hated fire and desire from the beginning and it felt like a chore to listen to every single time um 
Will I recommend this album today? I actually would. I think, if anything, Below the Funk is amazing. And uh, I sent that song to Kurt. Yeah, and he said he didn't really re- respond, he didn't respond to it. I need to ask if he listened. He might not have listened. Yeah, he, he needs to. Um, would you listen to this album again? Uh, you know what? I would probably be able to put this on, like if someone was in the car and I was driving them, like if Lazy was in the car with me, but I you could would put this on. Skip. But I would skip that one song. Um, I'm going to seek out Past the Joint. Like It's just like I seek out Sweet Trichomes still. I play that song specifically. There's like songs I still play specifically. Uh, Sweet Trichomes, Only Tools and Corpses by Gorotted, and now Past the Joint. It's just like they're almost daily I listen to these songs. I mean, Sweet Trichomes never died. No. We, we were <laughs> singing it earlier. We <laughs> yeah. sing it almost every single day. We'll just walk into the room and see each other, and one of us will go, <laughs> so ridiculous alright so then uh, rate this 0 out of 10 all over the rock and roll cats I'm going to give this 8.5 rock and roll cats it's a pretty high score if you ask me I'm going to agree with you I think 8.5 is a high score and I think that it's appropriate for this I think there's really only one dud for me Yeah, I don't love that make love song but it's fine for what it is it still grooves there's only one dud um, I don't need to listen to the extended songs otherwise. So it's really like seven songs. Right. So it's not, I mean, that's more than a, a, a point, a song. And I like short albums sometimes. Like some, mm-hmm. I'd rather it be short and to the point than too long. I like that Below the Funk is short and to the point, but I also hate that it is short as it oh, is. Oh, it stops immediately and you're like, oh, oh I could have used about 10 more minutes of that. Because then I just have to that's restart That's why we just restart the song over and over again. <laughs> All right, so describe... I was almost crying laughing on some of those parts. I just fucking loved it. Just the way he chose the way his voice... He's so fun. He yeah. was very fun. Describe this it album... It was in 2007, it sounded like. Yeah. <laughs> describe this album in one word. Zyrek Funky. I'm going to say uh, sexy. Yeah, both work. Both work. I got to poop. <laughs> 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 All right, so let's drag this out as long as we can. No, I gotta poop. <clears throat> okay, so we are finished with the questions. Sam, we are finished with Rick James in general. We are. What we are. is next? All right, what's next is something what that's... What is next? <laughs> it's next. What, what is, is next? next? It's next. What, what is, is next? next? So this is a, an album that we I have not heard. Now, we we've heard of this artist... And we've referenced this artist, and in particular, one song, which is the reason this entire album is being chosen, because of one song. Nuclear War. No, no, we're not getting that. uh, No Sun Ra. Yeah, no Sun Ra. You may know this song that goes a little something like this. Grandma, let me help you out from the chair. We are doing King Diamond, baby. The album is called, I don't fucking remember. King Diamond, baby. King Diamond, baby. The album is called Them from 1988. We're going to hear some shrieks in Greeks. This is metal. We're back to metal. Sam's pulling out his metal again. But I've never heard this album. I've never taken a dive into King Diamond. I just know, and he was in a band called Merciful Fate that Adam liked, and they did this song where he'd be like, <laughs> this is gonna be fun. <laughs> it's All gonna right. be great. All right, we'll see how this goes. Right. I'm interested because yep. Grandma's funny. <laughs> Grandma, 
and neither us neither one of us have living grandmothers no or grandfathers so i cannot help her out from that chair <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, thanks everyone for listening. Person. All right. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Check out whatever album Sam just gave me because I already forget by King Diamond. Them. 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 All right. Oh, and- shut up. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> my ribs hurt all of a sudden. I think I got to poop so much. We've got a lot of poop packed up in those ribs. Ow. Wow, that's weird. Ow. Well, uh, bye. <laughs> bye, everyone. <laughs> Sure that I was bred.